You're listening to today's inspirational message on Pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, welcome to Pursuing God, where we spend a few minutes together Monday through Friday to kind of help you begin, end, or get through your day with a greater sense of God's activity and presence in your life. And uh, I'm just celebrating over this past weekend at Eastside across all of our campuses. So many people made bold decisions to come forward and express their faith in Jesus through baptism, redeemed and restored. It it truly was incredible to witness people declaring that uh, they're new in Jesus because of his death, burial, and resurrection. Every summer, our family heads to a lake in northern Minnesota for a few weeks. Uh, We have a family cabin there. I've grown up vacationing there. And I love to fish, but my favorite fishing spot is on an isolated lake. It's about 20 miles away. And to fish on this lake, you have to really be determined to get there. Uh, First, we have to trailer our boat. And because there's no place to launch a boat on this other lake, we launch (laughs) on another lake. And then we have to go across that first lake where there are a lot of cabins around. And we see quite a few boats and people fishing and water skiing, etc. But but then we come to a winding channel that's about the length of a football field. And uh, the pathway through, it's about six feet wide. There are lily pads on both sides of the boat, walls of uh, tall white birch trees on each side. And it gets so shallow in that channel that we have to raise the motor a little bit and putt through. And, and then you have to raise it all the way and get out your oars and paddle through. And finally, the last 50 feet or so, it gets so shallow that uh, the boat starts dragging on the bottom of the channel. So when we get to that point, uh, Barbara and our family all get out and kind of pull me through the last. No, that's not true. We all get out and pull it through. And it's quite an ordeal. But at the end of this channel, it opens up to the most beautiful, quiet, peaceful lake that, that you can imagine where I've seen some of the most beautiful sunsets, eagles fly overhead, deer drink out of the edge of the water, and where the fishing is just incredible. But there's only one or two cabins back on this lake, and I don't think I've ever seen more than three or four boats on it at the same time. And you say, well, why doesn't everybody fish back there on that lake if it's so fantastic? Because you have to go through so much work to get there. You got to go to one lake. You got to cross over it. You got to maneuver through the channel. You got to raise your motor. You got to paddle with your oars a little ways. And then you got to get out and portage your boat and, uh, and, and take other people with you to help. But I'll tell you something about what's on the other side of that channel. Only those who are willing to endure the tremendous challenge and adversity of going through that channel enjoy the better fishing on the other side. Over the next few days, I want to talk to you, especially those of you who have ever been, will be, or maybe even right now, you're in kind of a channel of adversity. What do you do when you get passed over for the promotion or the new position that you felt you really deserved and you'd earned? When your parents give your sibling more attention or more love than you, it feels like. Or your child is born with special needs or a genetic problem. Your faithfulness and commitment to your spouse is rewarded with deceit, betrayal, adultery, or abandonment. When a freak accident leads to paralysis, how do you get through this channel of adversity to the beautiful spot where the fishing is better on the other side? I can't think of anyone better equipped to help us with this journey than a guy from the Old Testament whose name was Joseph. And Joseph went through an incredible series of unfortunate events. It was just one circumstance after another in Joseph's life but a whole series of advance of, of adverse circumstances that he endured that just seemed overwhelming. 
And yet we're going to see through these extraordinarily bad circumstances, God leads him to a place of peace and abundance and enough, not just for him, but for his entire family too. Now, maybe as I'm just kind of beginning to describe Joseph's life, you're saying, hey, me too. Maybe you too feel overwhelmed and crushed by a series of difficult circumstances and adversity that you're facing in your own life today. And I just hope you'll join me over the next few days as we learn some really applicable lessons from Joseph's story. Because what Joseph discovered through the years of trials and waiting and heartache was that God was with him all along the way. Even when he thought he was sinking, what he discovered was that God was working in and through the challenges in his life, and he was using them for his purposes. Friends, if you're going through a rough season right now, I want to remind you that the God of the Bible, the God of Joseph, is the same God that's available to you today, and he can and is working upstream for you as we speak, no matter the adversity that's come your way. God, I thank you for this new week. And I know right now somebody's listening to my voice who's saying, oh, this is the perfect topic at just the right time, maybe in the nick of time. And um, I pray that you'll speak to us this week as we learn how to walk through seasons of adversity to get to the other side as we trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. Catch you tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 